Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. It's the best pizza in the city. Still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you. 48 plus years in Edmonton. Edmonton owned and operated. Everything is real at Royal Pizza. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. Royal Pizza, by the way, is a, a significant sponsor of the Edmonton Oil Kings, who've got two games this weekend. Busy weekend at Rogers Place. Tonight, the Oil Kings take on the Calgary Hitmen. Doors open at 6, puck drop at 7 p.m. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. And then uh, tomorrow night, the Edmonton Oilers against the New York Rangers. Sunday, the Edmonton Oil Kings against the Memorial Cup host Regina Pats. To talk about the two games this weekend, because there's two different events around them, including one that's going to be some fun tonight. Kevin Radomski is the Director of Business Operations for the Edmonton Oil Kings. He's uh, uh, just uh, changing roles as we speak. He got a promotion. We welcome uh, him back to the show. Kevin, how are you? Good afternoon, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, You guys are busy this weekend. Yeah, it's... it's, uh it wouldn't be junior hockey if we weren't doing something that gets people scratching their heads a little bit and talking about it. Yeah, well, and that's that's part of the process. So tonight, uh, the Edmonton Oilers are are going down the path to Don Sherry with Don Sherry inspired jerseys. This is the first time uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings uh, will have done it. Uh, now, this is a this is a league wide initiative with the Western Hockey League now for all the Canadian teams. Absolutely, yeah. It was actually it was an agreement uh, proposed to all of the member Canadian teams, and the American teams had the option to participate as well. But the league actually uh, sets a limit on how many theme jerseys you can wear a year. So, of course, we did Star Wars Night in November. Yes, and we I, did I went our, to that. That was yeah. The kids had a great time at that. Yeah. Yeah, and we had our uh, Teddy Bear Toss Night in December, and usually that's that's where it stops. But uh, the league allowed every team to add on another specialty jersey using uh, probably, I couldn't think of a more iconic uh, member of the, uh, the media scene, the hockey scene, and just the guy's Canadiana, as it gets, in Don Cherry. So uh, the Don Sherry-inspired jerseys, uh, Don Sherry's daughter, Cindy Sherry. I know Reed had uh, Cindy on uh, the City Ford Faceoff show last night. Uh, she'll be in attendance and dropping the puck at tonight's game. Is that right? Absolutely, and uh, I got to tell you, like uh, I've been talking and working with Cindy now for the last few weeks, and she is she's Dawn. Like she is her daughter, she is her father's daughter. There's no question. It's hilarious just talking to her. All right. So during the course of the game, what happens with the jerseys? Yeah. So the very jerseys that are going to be on the ice tonight 
when the players are uh, are playing the game, we actually have some silent auction tables uh, here at the rink, and we have a raffle table as well. So we pick a team signed one and two players jerseys that people can get into the game for as little as five dollars. It's uh, it's five dollars for a ticket or three for ten. Uh, and then the silent auction uh, goes for the rest of the jerseys. And the, the piece de la resistance is we actually have an Oil King Don Cherry-themed jersey signed by the man himself, Don Cherry. And all that money that's raised is going to go back to the Kidney Foundation. And after the game is done, uh, our players come off the ice. They're going to throw on a couple, uh, throw on their hats, and they're going to bring up these jerseys, going to bring up their socks, and they live sign them and hand them over to the, the successful bidders right after the game. That's a, that's a cool item. Uh, and there's some Don Cherry bobbleheads in the house? Absolutely. So uh, once again, if you're, if you're in for an inch, you might as well go for a mile. Uh, we're going to be handing out Don Cherry collector's cards as people walk in. Everyone that comes in is going to have a hockey card with Don Cherry on it. And we're also going to give away scratch and win tickets because we have a thousand Don Cherry bobbleheads that we're going to give out. So this way, it's not the first thousand people. Every last person that comes into the arena tonight has the same ability to score a Don Cherry bobblehead. And these things look really sharp. I'm sure at least one member would say they're a beauty. All right. So again, uh, tonight is uh, the Don Cherry Jersey Night here at Rogers Place. The Edmonton Oilers, or the Edmonton Oil Kings, against the Calgary Hitmen, uh, and tickets are very. I, I know people talk, and and the Oilers are in the National Hockey League, but the Oil Kings package is is very family friendly, isn't it? Absolutely, and, and like family friendly. That's the name of the game for us. We have tickets that start at twenty dollars in advance. We have, we have different concession items for the family audience. We have kids' combos where they can get a hot dog and french fries and a pop. We sell cotton candy. It's a little bit of a different. If you've only ever come to Roger's Place and consumed concerts or consumed hockey for the Oilers, it's a different, uh, a different setup that we have for the Oil Kings. Kevin Rudomsky joining us from the Edmonton Oil Kings again tonight against the Calgary Hitman. Don Sherry Knight, the Oilers tomorrow night against the New York Rangers. The Memorial Cup host, Regina Pat, Sunday here with Cameron Habig in the lineup. Oilers signed him this year as an undrafted 20-year-old. Uh, what do you guys got rolling that day? So we're doing something really special, and uh, we, we definitely we love, we love being able to educate and support the, the local community. And we actually are, are teaming up with autism, and we're going to have an autism awareness night where we actually had a young man, he's, uh, his name was Connor, he's 14 years old. He was our dressing room attendant during our practice uh, on Thursday, yesterday. Okay. And I got to tell you, blown away. Like, this young man is so, so amazing. He, he could recite pi to over 500 decimal places. And I, I'm telling you, I've met a lot of people, and uh, Connor was just such a champion for us. He, he knows all the players' numbers. Sincerely amazing. So we're actually going to be wearing stickers on the back of our helmet. The autism is a puzzle piece. Yep. We're going to have them on the back of our helmets. We're going to have the Autism Society is going to be here raising awareness, and they're also going to be selling a really cool thing. We created an Oil King puzzle 
that we're going to be selling on the concourse, and all that money goes back to the Autism Society. Oh, that's a terrific initiative. Uh, and how many more home? I mean, it's been, Kevin. We're not going to BS anybody here. It's been a challenging back half of the season for the Edmonton Oil Kings. The team's in a bit of a rebuild. Jake Neighbors has been uh, recalled for the rest of the year, so his midget year is over. He's the number four overall pick. Uh, the Robertson kid on defense. So there's a couple really good young players, but they're really young. It has been a tough campaign. How many more home games do you guys have left? Yeah, so they basically tonight, there's only five games left. So we play tonight, we play on Sunday the 4th, and then after that we have three home games, and this year is done. All right. Well, we appreciate your time, and thanks for uh, educating us on the two events, uh, the Don Sherry-themed uh, jerseys tonight, and then uh, Autism uh, being the uh, uh, charitable group that you're working with uh, Sunday when the Regina Pats, John Paddock's team, loaded up for Memorial Cup. Don't know how, got to be honest, I, I, you know, I look at Swift Current. That's a pretty good hockey team, as you saw last weekend here. Yep. And, saw firsthand. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, was a, that was a knockout more ways than one that night. There was one that went the other <laughs> way. But uh, uh, thanks for taking time to join us here at Oilers Now. Okay, Kevin? Awesome. Thanks so much, Bob. You bet. That's Kevin Radomski, and he is business director uh, for the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. Bob Stoffer with you, 142 in Edmonton. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. We'll tell you the portions of the show brought to you by World Floor Coverings. Tell them Oilers Now sent you. Receive two times the air miles reward miles on your flooring purchases. World Floor Coverings, where they know a little about hockey and a lot about flooring. When we come back in Oilers Now... Uh, we'll talk about another hockey game that's taking place in town tonight. It's the uh, Canada West Championship Final. Uh, we've only had Serge Joie three or four times this year, but he's the head coach of Alberta Golden Bears, and ranked number two in the country, and he'll join us when we return. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer at Rogers Place again tonight. The Edmonton Oil Kings, the Calgary Hitmen, Don Sherry Jersey night. Tomorrow night, the Edmonton Oilers and the New York Rangers. The uh, Rangers are at Calgary tonight. Henrik Lundquist. Uh, we'll start uh, tonight, so we'll be getting a rookie uh, Grigorov, a 21-year-old, six-foot, 170-pound goaltender, starting tomorrow for the Rangers with their four rookie defensemen against uh, Connor McDavid, Landry Settle, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins in the Edmonton Oilers. Sunday, the Edmonton Oil Kings against the Regina Pats. That's at Rogers Place at Claire Drake Arena this weekend. The uh, number two ranked Alberta Golden Bears host the number three ranked Saskatchewan Huskies in the Canada West final. It's the best of three. Both teams uh, have already qualified for national championship uh, for the national championship which this year is in Fredericton by the way next year it's in Lethbridge last time Lethbridge was in the University Cup Mike Babcock guided them to the 93-94 national title I'm trying to think if that was the year after our next guest was selected the CIAU player of the year Serge Lejoie joins us Serge did you win the uh, Sullivan Trophy in 92-93 or 93-94 
93, Bob. There you Pretty go. Pretty good memory. Well, I... I, I should have gotten that one. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in myself. I've, given the fact that I was the uh, former SID at the University of Alberta, I should have that. That should be an indelible impression in my mind. How you doing, anyways? No, things are good. Uh, all right, they are good. You got your game face on. I got to ask you this. Um, given how the seating works at the national championships, <laughs> could an argument be made you'd be better off going in as Canada West runner-up instead of the Canada West champion? Because, and we'll explain this to the listeners, um, if because you're number two and UNB is number one, whoever wins the AUS is going to go in likely as... There's three teams from the Atlantic, and they don't like having teams from the same conference play each other. So theoretically, uh, the way it works is one team from the Atlantic, one team from Canada West, and then two teams from Ontario get seeded top four, and the Ontario schools end up three and four, and then end up playing one of the Canada West teams at uh, five or six. It's kind of a crazy way they do it. Do they need to maybe reevaluate how they see teams in the national championship, Serge? Well, on the basis alone that we're even talking about it, uh, they'd have to re- reevaluate that. Uh, obviously, you know, you and I have discussed this before. Uh, definitely not an approach we're going to take heading into this right. weekend. But it makes you, it definitely makes you question how they uh, how they, they they rank and seed going into the national championship. Um, but uh, as you would expect my answer to be, we're not looking any further than the very first shift uh, in tonight's game. Yeah, uh, Saskatchewan's a little bit banged up. How's your squad health-wise? Uh, we're good. Uh, actually, what we had to battle last week was uh, just a lot of guys were, you know, not just under the weather. They were they were struggling in terms of their health. No injuries, but just, just health. And I think everybody's back uh, to where they need to be. Um, you know, we'll have an opportunity. What's nice last weekend, we got Dylan Bradle back after six weeks. And we have access to uh, Jaden Hart, uh, who's been away. He's he's only played six or seven games this year. And, uh, and now he's back after uh, five weeks and uh, is available to us. So the short answer is we're, we're healthy. Um, we're as close to having all our depth that we need. And, uh, yeah, we're aware that uh, Saskatchewan is a little banged up. And, and uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Serge Lajoie is the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. Uh, they basically have the whole season run the table as uh, the top team in the Canada West. Did you see any drop-off down the stretch from your squad uh, once you sort of took care of business against Saskatchewan late in the second half of the season to secure a top spot, or were you pretty happy with the overall consistency of your team? Yeah, well, over the course of the year, a little bit of a drop-off coming into the second half uh, when we went to Manitoba and even our weekend against Saskatchewan. So those first two weekends were a good wake-up call for us. And then after the weekend against Saskatchewan, um, uh, no, I did, didn't really play with the intensity and the attention to detail we needed to against UBC. So I think that made it tough for us in the first game against Mount Royal. We really hadn't played a, a game where our, our focus was where it needed to be, you know, in, in three weeks. So that last meaningful game for us was really at the beginning of uh, February. So, um, you know, it took us a couple periods to kind of get going against Mount Royal and found a way Friday. And I thought that we were close to playing the, the way that we needed to in the second game against Mount Royal. So I think lesson learned, um, you know, we, we have to, we have to really focus on, on what we need to do. And, and the guys know it's just a matter of committing to, to playing the game the right way. What do you need to do? Uh, for us, it comes down to puck management. Uh, and because uh, I find that we do have uh, the puck uh, a lot, uh, in the true sense of the word, we are a puck, 
possession team. Um, and uh, we pass up a lot of opportunities to put pucks on net and sometimes opportunities to make a simple play on entry to, to maintain possession. So so that's that's the biggest growth that I've seen in our team over the course of the year uh, from a puck management standpoint. And Saskatchewan has uh, big physical defensemen. They're, they're a little bit more blue-collar than we are. Uh, all the way through their lineup. So, um, you know, we can't get caught in one-on-one matchups against them. We have to really out-support and outsmart them in the offensive zone. So those are things that we keyed on heading into the weekend. I do think you got a lot of skill. You had a big recruiting class the last couple of years, Serge. And, uh, I, you know, it's funny. You're in your third year there. From my perspective, you know, you had a lot of sort of Ian's players in that first year. Big changeover last year. You did win the conference playoffs. But, is it fair to say that this has been the most consistent of the three years that you've had with this group? Yeah, very. Uh, that's very accurate. Um, the last year was a growth year for us. We really had to not only get everybody on the same page in terms of playing the style that we we could play with with the t- the players that we had, as also getting them to, to understand the balance of of hockey and school and and the responsibility that comes with donning a golden bear jersey and representing them and uh, and the culture and the programs and then this year was a higher buy-in um you know the the guys even got to the point where everybody's got to assume maybe a different role and there was a higher buy-in and, and playing their part and doing what they needed to do for us to be successful and there was a huge lesson learned i believe last year at nationals and we brought the team to watch uh, the unb saskatchewan um, championship and uh, I think uh, a lot of our guys came away recognizing that um, with our talent uh, we have to also combine that with consistent hard work so most consistent year by far and uh, but you know I always say we haven't come this far just to come this far we want to continue to get better and, and push for Canada West Championship and then position ourselves wherever we, wherever we fall in the rankings and uh, to win the championship uh, down in Fredericton. Serge, not that I want to take away a couple of your best players, but for our listeners, I'm going to put a couple names out. Jason Fram's a, about a six foot, 195-pound right-shot defenseman. He was a big point producer uh, for Spokane in the Western League. He did play a couple games in the American League for San Jose. They did not sign him to an NHL deal. Uh, they tried to get him to go there on an AHL deal. And the other guy is Luke Phillip, who is Canada West MVP this year and led the league in scoring. With how the game is played today, at the next levels, at uh, you know we've seen a real progressive change in the NHL, the skill and intelligence and quickness. Um, not that you'd want to lose those two guys, but do you think those are two players that could potentially uh, play in the American Hockey League as full-time players and, and maybe have a crack at the NHL down the road? Uh, I could definitely see it. There's a distinct and strong reality there and possibility. Uh, and like you mentioned, you're, you're mentioning two of, of a number of players that I feel um, are, are trending towards that possibility of uh, future in pro hockey. And you, you hit the nail on the head the way that uh, the game is played today. You don't attack with three forwards in 5D. You attack with five players. You defend with five players. Uh, Jason Fram on defense is one of our defensemen that engages regularly. Uh, on the rush in the offensive zone, very very active. And uh, Luke Philp is, um, you know, he has definitely has a skill level, and he's shown more and more that he has the ability to think at a high level. And and he's uh, uh, he's been fortunate to play. And I've mentioned it a number of times when we've talked. Uh, he's fortunate to play with Trevor Cox, 
and uh, Cole Sanford, and that line is very, very dynamic. They complement each other, and, and uh, so he's uh, he's taken full advantage of his line mates. And uh, Jason has has uh, done a, a great job in his two years for us at the U of A. I don't know if the old GM is going to pop in after the game, but uh, we'll be down there tonight. We'll see you later, Serge. Thanks for your hey. time. Thanks for having me on, Bob. Yvette, that is Serge Lajoie. He is the uh, head coach of the uh, Golden Bears hockey team. Right number two, they host Saskatchewan this weekend in the Canada West final. Let's go. Oh, I remember this day quite well. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. This day in Oilers history is brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company. It's 155 in Edmonton. New West Travel is Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. It offers great travel deals in March and all-inclusive uh, package tours to the Riviera Maya for $12.95 and Puerto Vallarta for $12.07. Call the New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. March 2nd, 1987. The Edmonton Oilers trade a second-round pick in the 88 draft to the Minnesota North Stars for Kent Nielsen. He would end up playing with Glenn Anderson and Mark Messier, and in Game 7 against the Flyers, they owned them in the 87 Stanley Cup Final. Couple uh, Combined for a couple beauty goals. Uh, <laughs> you had ticking in with Gretzky and Curry. And then you had Messier with Anderson and Nielsen. Uh, I, I know the 84-85 team got voted the greatest team in NHL history. The over 3 million votes with the NHL centennial deal last year. For my money, the 86-87 orders were better. They, uh, you know, blew a 4-1. What did they blew Blew a 3-1 home ice lead in game five at Edmonton. They win that game. They go down in history as the greatest team ever. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Again, the spectacular travel deals in March. One week all-inclusive trips to Punta Cana for fourteen thirty and Cuba for twelve sixty-five. Call the friendly staff at New West Travel. Go online at newwesttravel.com. What is coming up, Brendan Ulrich, on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins tonight? Uh, Reed will have uh, Dave Maloney on as well, so double duty oh, for double him. Dave. Uh, latest from uh, Oilers practice, the latest stuff uh, from Gary Bettman as well. Of course, he was in Calgary today uh, talking about the arena situation a little bit there. So Reed will have Gary or Gary recap tonight. Uh, U of A basketball coach Barnaby Craddock. Uh, he'll also have uh, Matt Bachowicz on. Speck was telling, telling me about this at the game last night. He wants to build a fourplex in St. Albert and has looked into how old rinks are in Alberta, and he'll be on with Reed tonight. All right. Well, Matt used to do some video work at the University of Alberta about six or seven years ago, and I'm pretty sure I saw him yesterday at uh, the Chamber of Commerce uh, breakfast and uh, the hot stove that I did with uh, Gary Bettman. So pretty sure he was down there for that. It's not being interesting. All right, up next, the news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 afternoon news with Jalen and I and Andrew Gross. Lots of hockey this weekend. Hope you get out to some games. Enjoy it. Uh, we'll rejoin you Monday in Oilers now, Saturday night when the Oilers take on the New York Rangers.